All right. Hello, idiots on parade, the too ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Vevra, comedian in New York City of jakevevra.com. My name is Nathan Timmel at nathantimmel.com. We are the idiots uh, for Idiots on Parade. We are recording on Friday, March 29th, sort of a last-minute recording. Uh, we, were, we were trying to work out a schedule. Um, uh, Jake was busy. I was busy. Then suddenly, just at the last minute, we got this. So we are sort of uh, jumping in kind of unprepared and seeing where the the podcast takes us is that correct mr jake i think so all right well let's uh say one quick thing that we have not talked about on the podcast i think really at all but today is a very important day for brexit have you been following it at all a little bit yeah basically they've been they've been having trouble just kind of voting on on what to do um in Basically replacing whatever policies they had with the EU, right? Yeah, and today they need uh, Britain needs to pass legislation that is acceptable to the European Union. Uh, apparently, the European Union has presented them with legislation that says, "Okay, if you are going to leave the European Union, here are the conditions." Okay, and Britain doesn't like it, and today is the last day they have to pass that legislation, and basically. When I was listening to the news this morning, uh, this is this is what I, I, I thought of. I, I think this is a pretty good summation. So you have Britain and the European Union, and they are married. And then Britain says, hey, I want to divorce, but I want to remain fuck buddies. I want to be able to see other countries, but if I need a booty call, I want to be able to fuck you on the side. And the European Union is saying, fuck you. If you want out, you are out. And Britain is basically fucked. And when I say fuck buddies, I mean Britain wants to leave the marriage, but they want to keep all the the trade agreements and the open borders and the visas. They just want to go back to the pound as opposed to the uh, euro, for the most part. It's more complex than that. Also, they don't want immigrants. What you're saying, they don't want the divorce. They just want to go get pounded. What a pun, a Brexit (laughs) pun. It's more than that. Basically, they don't want the immigrants. They say, we want the trade agreements. We want Britons to be able to uh, travel across Europe. We just don't want to take any immigrants in. That's the hard. That was why the vote happened. So it's just it's interesting that. So you're the European Union has said, yeah, if you want out, you do not get all the trade agreements. And then Britain keeps saying when they they have these uh, parliamentary uh, votes, um, Theresa May uh, goes to them and says, all right, the European Union says we can leave, but we have to leave all this behind, yes or no. And then they say, no, how dare they say we cannot have free trade if we want to leave. And it's, it's, it's funny that we are recording on the day that this is, this is the absolute deadline vote, or they get kicked out without any exit strategy, and everyone says that's a bad idea. That's, it's going to create long lines of trade, um, uh, it's going to shut off the Irish border. If you remember Jake from being an adult, that created a lot of friction between Northern Ireland and Ireland and and England proper. Interesting to by the time this posts on Monday, we should know better what is uh, going to happen with the Brexit. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because um, it, it sounds weird to hear British politicians going, "Listen, uh, the." Our country is going to be better off without it ties to these other country. I think I think 
Um, we need to think about our country first and stop answering to the bullshit regulations of another country. I, I, countries should just be on their own. Except for you, Scotland. Listen to nothing I said just now. You need us, Scotland. <laughs> don't, don't, no, don't, don't scots it. Don't scots it. Don't, don't listen to our Brexit. You don't scots it. We Brexit, but you don't scots it. That, I didn't even think of that amazing hypocrisy, and that is absolutely true. Except, I... One thing, I disagree with you saying that that's what, that is what the hard right in Britain is saying, and they are a minority right now. Um, it, what's funny about everything that is happening is from all the press that I have seen and read and heard over the past two years, I mean, going right up to the day after the vote, most of the citizens of, of the European Union, of, sorry, of uh, the United Kingdom, went, holy shit, this is a bad idea. I, some people even said, I voted for it, but I was just, I didn't think it would happen. I was just trying to send a protest vote to show I was angry, but now it happened, and it was a bad idea, and I shouldn't have I done it. I just had extra pounds that I hadn't cashed yet, and I, I didn't want to get hit with the, uh, uh, with the exchange rate. <laughs> but the whole point is, it's, it's, a, it's interesting to, to see people show regret to say, I did this thing out of anger, I shouldn't have. Now we're fucked. It, it would be in my eyes, and I'm being insulting here, it would be as if Trump supporters had a modicum of uh, self-reflection, an ability to say, ooh, I voted for this guy a couple of years ago. It was a bad idea. Um, I'm sorry. But instead, he was in Grand Rapids last night, and they still show up like you know Pavlov's dogs, just chanting whatever bullshit he throws at them, and it's it's sad. It's 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 refreshing to see the citizens of the United Kingdom almost collectively say, "Yeah, it was pretty much a bad idea." There's there's a minority who still think they want it, but overwhelmingly they are against Brexit, even though they voted for it. it it's nice to see people admit that they did something wrong. They had a knee jerk reaction. If only we were so self reflexive. That's uh, true, here man. You know, I think part of that though is they have more than one major political party so it doesn't tend to get as polarized and things get to be a little more nuanced you know what i'm saying it gets you, you know because when you got two of them it it turns into your side versus the other side and that's all that fucking matters you know uh whereas you know you got you got more of them and you can kind of you, you don't have to demonize all it would be weird if there's seven parties and then you're demonizing six of them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like whoa, it's 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 harder to do. I mean, yeah, Trump supporters aren't going to say that they're wrong, but you know what? The people on the left are not going to say that they were wrong about him um, colluding with Putin to make a bunch of stupid memes on the internet, and that's that's why they lost. You know what I mean? It would also well, be as if as if them them saying, oh, um, maybe Trump didn't fucking meet with Putin to create some social media campaign maybe we should just vote next time and that will help us win, win win elections you know what i'm saying i do and i disagree with you slightly not a lot maybe 10 percent to disagree with you because i have seen i've seen the the rachel maddow's and the people saying okay now we have to release the full report because there's something in there that's going to get him but i do see 
quite a few people on the left saying, all right, the report is out. It's not what we wanted. Maybe I'd like to see the full report, but moving on. I don't see as much. I do see the hysteria that you are talking about saying, but now we need the full report. We still got to get a more a lot, I see a lot more hysteria than I see actual rational thoughts on this one. I, I, they, should, they, should, they need to start trying to win the 2020 election and stop trying to win the, the 2016 one. That one's, that's, that's done. That I, that I absolutely agree with you on, and that's, I think that's what we talked about last week when the Mueller report dropped, and we said we don't know what's in it, we can't really speculate. However, maybe now we can focus on policies and governing. That's why my favorite quote came from Nancy Pelosi. They said, are you going to, and this was before the report dropped, they said, are you going to impeach Trump? And she said, that's not even on the table. Unless the report comes out and is so damaging that we have to impeach, impeach him, I'm not even going to discuss it. And now the report has been filed and just enough with the investigating. And because this is whitewater again, what the only thing about this that pisses me off is the short memory of the right wing who are taking victory laps and, and belittling, belittling liberals and blah, blah, blah. They seem to forget that, you know, they lost on Benghazi. They lost on whitewater. They had to focus on a blowjob. Both sides are equally guilty of being partisan hacks and wanting to focus on tearing the other side down as opposing to governing. So it kind of pisses me off that the right is acting a little self-righteous here instead of going, hey, now you know what it feels like to put all your eggs into one basket and have it fail. Yeah, that's true. But, um, you, you know, yeah, it, look, it came out there was nothing in there, uh, at least nothing it, nothing that they were hoping for. Now, yeah, it, it, it definitely had some bad shit that came out about people around him. And so, yeah, I, I wouldn't call it good for him, but it wasn't the smoking gun that the left had been promising it would be for two goddamn years. So, yeah, now that now the right gets to be a bit cocky about it. That's that's what happens when you fucking put all of this, you, you put all of this energy into into something you don't have yet. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like I buy seven scratch tickets, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to win a bunch of money on this, you know, before I even scratch it off and I take out a bunch of loans, you know what it I'm saying? You it, go out and buy a car right yeah. away. Yeah. Dude, I, this says I can win $10,000 off of the scratch ticket. I bought like seven of them. I feel pretty good. I'm going to, I'm going to go take out a high interest loan. It, it, it's, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. All right, let's move on to other things. Um, Jake, you watched a couple documentaries that I have on Fortunately, not seen, but I have read up on one of them. Do you want to talk? Is it pronounced Theranos? Um, Theranos, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, the documentary. I think was called The Inventor, and then it's like uh, you know, blood in Silicon Valley, something like that. Good documentary. It was. It was funny. It was like a a high end, like like a highbrow sciencey version of Fire Island. It was. It was amazing. It was basically. Um, I'll, I'll I'll give you. Mm. Spoiler alert! Maybe fast forward a bit if you haven't seen the doc, because uh, well, I'm going to talk about it. Well, I mean, this. even if you haven't seen it, I've been reading about this woman for years. I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but okay. So backstory, um, Jake, look this woman up while I'm talking, because I can't type and hold it, my microphone at the same time. Um, Theranos is a company founded by, as Jake said, it was a Silicon Valley thing. Uh, this this uh, woman, she said, hey. Um, 
instead of going through lots of genetic testing to determine what an illness is or if you have Crohn's or whatever, why not just take one uh, prick of your finger and get everything from that one drop of blood? And everybody went nuts and invested in her company and she falsified all the reports and but this has been going on for years and yeah, the problem elizabeth i have holmes. with it yeah. elizabeth holmes thank you the problem i have with it is i remember years ago when she came onto the scene me a complete moron a guy that doesn't know anything my spidey sense went off and went, wait a second, if this were so easy, why hasn't someone done it? Usually someone says, I have an idea. This is going to take 10 years of investments and research. And then maybe in 10 years, we will have a prototype of something that can take one drop of blood and do your entire DNA and run, you know, all the tests. For some reason, scientists and doctors bought into it. I don't understand that. So you can say spoiler alert, but this has been an ongoing news story for years and years and years. I don't think there's anything out there that 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 is unknown. That said, continue with your summation of the document, the, the documentary. And well, yeah. So basically, I, I, yeah, like like you said, if you if you if you listen to her talk and 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 look at the crazy bug-eyed stare in her eyes you're like oh this this she's a little fucking weird you know what i mean but then you would have thought the same thing about einstein so that's kind of what these people would think oh yeah she's goofy <laughs> in like interesting a comparison yeah she's like um it's 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 like einstein had a baby with the blonde lady and that blonde lady grew up to make blood stuff fine you know um i think it's easier for us to look at that and be like that's clearly bullshit then the people around her, just because it, one thing it, it it did a really good job of showing in the documentary is how she was able to surround herself with all of these kind of powerful people and kind of get their backing. Because it's one thing for, for her to say that into the camera and, and for me, me and you to go like, well, she seems a little fucking weird, you know, like, and yeah, well, let, let seems, me interrupt. Strange saying, but, but wait, 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 I don't wait. know anything about her. I just went when she made a statement saying, but that's what I'm saying. I invented this thing out of the blue. I'm like, I, I don't that's know what anything I'm about her, but yeah. I think it's easier than if you're one of the investors and she already has people like uh, General Mattis. She already has like, like Joe Biden. You know, she has all these like huge investors. Like you can hear it and go, that's a little fucking nutty. But then she gets backed up by all these other people. And it's like, all right, fuck it, man. I, I guess I'm in. You know, like I don't know her, but I know them. And she had these like high up right, investors enough, in that enough. world. It's it's sort of like um, if if some fucking dude is is plugging a a, a comedy show and no one's ever heard of him, you know, and, and he just he sounds like a fucking moron. It sounds and and he's talking about what the concept is and so like this is, sounds like some alt comedy nonsense you know what i mean and he's, he's just like I'm, I'm gonna do i'm gonna do a thing where i i just i i just critique beer and that's that's it you know and and, and it's just, it just sounds fucking ridiculous but then people that we know you know what i mean like like high up people in comedy you know not necessarily household names some of you know what i mean maybe not like uh yeah maybe not like a lewis ck uh you, you know maybe not uh, somebody a uh, colin quinn maybe not somebody that the average person would know but it would be people that we know and they're going oh no this guy's really funny i've seen his shit 
and it's going to be great. You know? It's like, okay, cool. We'll, we'll plug them on our platform then because... Okay, so then let me ask, uh, since you've seen that, how did she uh, smoke those people? How did she get the powerful people on her side? Well, it was... That's the thing is, is she's really good at just sort of marketing and, and, and selling the story for one thing. And then it, it was just sort of a snowball coincidence, you know. Uh, she kind of she kind of got a few people convinced on this that were high up when she was at Stanford. And those people convinced some other people that this girl was the next Steve Jobs or whatever and had her shit together when it came to this 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 blood sample, you, you know. Um, and it, it just kind of snowballed, you know, it would be so kind of like, uh, Bernie Madoff in a way where, you know, yeah. someone says, I trust this person and yeah. And then it becomes, all right. Absolutely. That's, and that's why I kind of compared it to fire Island. It, it was, um, you know, cause that guy didn't convince all the people to show up to fire Island. He convinced a marketing firm to convince all the influencers on social media to convince all the people to show up to Fire Island. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's kind of the way she did it with investors. It was like she convinced a few high-up people in the Silicon Valley world to convince a few more high-up people. And then she just got this buzz going where she is this 19-year-old genius who is, uh, you know, dropped out of chemistry at the age, you know, dropped out of her chemistry classes at the age of 19 and is, and is, is revolutionizing, you know, revolutionizing the, the goddamn, you know, blood sampling world. And it's, it's far-fetched, but if you have all these fucking people saying this is true, then yeah, I guess it's fucking true. Like, if, if you tell me, if, if I, if, if you were to tell me right now, um, there are planets out there with alien life, and this is what they look like, and this is how they... I'd be like, yeah, that sounds fucking nuts. But if Neil deGrasse Tyson came on, and, you know, Stephen Hawkins and a few others, and we're like, no, 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 Timmel's right. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck, I, I guess he is. I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Well, it'd be pretty powerful if Stephen Hawking uh, from Beyond the Grave to give uh, his opinion. Right, but. we'd have a Ouija board out. Is it sad that that's <laughs> there's only two scientists I know and one of them is dead? So my well, references go all the shit. I could think of uh, one more, but he's also dead. Uh, oh, I can't think of him. I'm drawing a blank on his name. The original Cosmos, the original one. The ori- uh, I can picture his face in my in in you know. Oh, I guess uh, Edison, Da Vinci. Uh, those were. Uh, I was going more. Uh, current yeah but uh either way all right well fair enough those are the only smart people i know i'm sorry (laughs) um (coughs) carl sagan's the guy i was trying to think oh yeah yeah that's it that's it that's a deep deep cut for me man i yeah yeah i I recognize the name but now i yeah so what's the other the other documentary you watched was on netflix wait i forgot now uh behind the curve was it Oh, behind the curve, the flat earthers. Yeah, uh huh. That was like a low rent version of this, I suppose. It's a, it was a documentary about flat earthers, and yeah, it was it was fucking great, man. It was a lot of fun. Um, it kind of goes into the psychology, I guess, of how you trick these people. And well, it, I mean, does it go does it trick trick people into believing the Earth is flat, or does it go into the psychology of why people? 
and I'm just going to be insulting again, are so fucking stupid that they would believe the earth is flat. Like, what did, did Uncle Dirty Finger touch them in the closet? And now they think, what, what does someone go through that allows them to draw the conclusion that the earth is flat? Right. It well, that's that's the thing. Is it kind of goes into it? Is it's it's basically a sense of community for these people. And the, oh, it, Jesus Christ! So it's kind of like when I listened to Slayer in high school because I was a heavy metal guy. Like my parents don't understand me, so I'm gonna fucking listen to Rain and Blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of it's sort of the cosplayers, you know. Um, instead of instead of dressing up as their favorite comic book character, they just sort of. Uh, dress up as these weird, wacky pseudoscientists, and they get to share stories about how um, everybody else is wrong and has mistreated them, and 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 all that kind of thing. And it was it, it was pretty interesting, man. It was it was a fun watch. Um, they they interviewed extensively this guy who was not the first guy to come out with this, but the first guy to really get the ball rolling on it in terms of social media because that's that's what has gotten all these people into this it's um you know the fact that you can go onto the internet and just type in www.everybodyiswrongexceptforme.com and you know like whatever belief you want to insert there there's there's a bunch of people that can now flock there and get pigeonholed into this you know and so he did that. And he's he's not just a fucking cynic who's 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 making money off people. He he really believes it wholeheartedly, you know. But w one of the things that he said um, that really got a lot of people on board at the beginning, which was was kind of shocking to me, was look at the flight patterns of like airlines because you can go online and look at that. There's no flight patterns from the southern hemisphere to the southern hemisphere, and I was like, "Well, that can't be right." Because if, if you, have you ever looked at the actual map, what uh, what would they think the map is of the Earth, the the flat earthers? I think I have, but I'm confused. Let me let me inter So they're saying no no flights from the southern hemisphere to the southern hemisphere. They're saying that there's there's no flight from chile to brazil there's no flight from argentina to colombia i don't well, understand well no there is there we, yeah there is if it's other parts there it's just not to other continents right he was saying because if if you reason i bring up their map if you look at the flat earthers map it's it's round it's just think flat like a dinner plate right and you're like well how does that fucking make sense the way they do it is they put the north pole smack dab in the middle and then Northern America and Europe are kind of like right around the middle, you know? So think like little hand on the clock. And then okay. big hand on the outside of the clock is like Australia and South America. Here's, here's the major problem with that is, well, there's, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more when it comes to like astrophysics and shit. But in terms of, in terms of a map, if you look at where Australia is and where South America is, they're super fucking far away. Like, they're about ten times further away than North America and Europe on that map. Like, they're, they're fucking far, you know? And so, as, as someone who's, who's, who's flown overseas before, I, we had to stop to refuel in Ireland after leaving to, from refueling in Maine, right? So, Ireland to Maine, that was a, 
If I remember right, that was, that was something like 16 hours. Like, I, it was like 12 or 16. It was something fucking crazy, you know? And so to fly from South America to Australia when the map is like that, that means you would have to fly from the bottom of South America up through North America, through Antarctica, through Europe, down to Australia. You know, like, it would, it would be something insane. Like, you know, if you did it without refueling, which would be impossible, that would be like 100 hours on the airplane or something. It would be a lot, you know? And so that's why he's saying there's no planes going from continents in the southern hemisphere to other continents in the southern hemisphere. I'm like, it doesn't sound right, man. I mean, you know, maybe there's not as big a populations down there, I, I guess, as if you look at, like, North America, Africa... Middle East, stuff like that, like maybe, maybe there'd be less, but there can't be none, you know, it's not like it's, it's not like it's, it's, it's fucking deserted down there, you know, and so sure enough, man, as I'm watching the thing, I get on, um, I, I just type in, I, I, I book a flight from Australia to South America, and sure enough, man, I'm booking one as I'm sitting there watching this guy tell me it can't be done. And I'm like, dude, none of these fucking other people bothered to Google anything else at all. Like, they just looked at this and were like that. I, I, I guess because I I was able to fucking book one from the and, – and, yeah, it's going to stop to refuel, but it stopped in New Zealand and then flew to Argentina, and that flight was like 11 hours. So it's like, dude, it, done. Flat Earth Theory destroyed by Expedia. You know, <laughs> well, what what about uh, did they bring up the because uh, this is this was popular on Facebook and I love it. Uh, someone put out there, hey, I'd love to see a reality show where flat earthers try to find the edge of the earth and the winner gets a billion dollars. Um, was that mentioned at all? And did they did the flat earthers then shoot down why they can't do that or why it why it won't work? I don't think they mentioned that's I think it, it came up briefly, but they didn't go into it too much. What what it did show is there was this one guy who was doing experiments to try to disprove the curvature of the Earth throughout the, the documentary. And every one of his experiments kept showing that there is curvature to the Earth. But he's like, <laughs> no, nah, I, I can't. We, we just got to run more tests. Newton failed a few times. Einstein failed a few times. Got to got to keep yeah. the, the next test will prove my my point. Well, and it's and it's just crazy because there, the the level of cover up here. Uh, I mean, the level of people that would have to be involved in this conspiracy is through the fucking roof, man. You're talking literally anyone who's ever flown a plane, uh, and anyone who's worked <laughs> in the airline industry has been taking this to their grave with them. Like what? What? No, I, I mean just everything. Um. I, when I was in the army and we would do land nav, you know, I mean, this would just be for training over there. While I was deployed, obviously we had like GPS and shit like that. We're not out there with a map and a compass in Afghanistan now, you know, but, um, you know, they still, they, they, we would train on it, you know, and, and you would have the map that is flat. You have a compass that is drawn to the magnetic north. Now, they call it true north. And so you have to, like, adjust depending on where you're at in the globe to for the curvature of the Earth because that magnet is not getting pulled in, a, in like, a flat 
paper direction. Does that make sense? It's like it's it getting does. pulled and, and you just on the globe. So you're, you're, you're adjusting your measurements to the paper for the curvature of the Earth, so to speak. Right. And you just reminded me of something I saw, uh, uh, I think, on YouTube um, where they took flat earthers out and said, OK, they're at this flat. Right. And they said, yes. All right. Then why, if we shoot this 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 thing up in the sky, maybe a rocket or a firework or whatever, why uh, uh, if there's no wind on a completely clear day, does it fall over there? Why does something got not go up just go up straight and come back straight down? And they're like, uh, you know, because the yeah. Earth is spinning, and as it spins, something goes up in the air, and it just it moves because we're we're spinning at however many thousand right. miles an hour. Right. Um, and they didn't have an answer for that. It sounds like it. It made me think of what you said, the guy that uh, not only land navigation, but the guy that said, oh, "One more experiment will show that I'm right." Um, did anybody leave the community at, in the documentary, or are they hard and fast like this is? Once they found their home, why and and did did uh, was that challenged at all? Like, okay, I understand this is your community. Maybe take up quilting. Uh, maybe take up jogging or join chess club. No, because the strange thing about this one is once you, like once you once you've decided the Earth is flat, and that these people are right, that means everybody else is wrong. Like, I mean, everybody about everything, you know, because the level of cover-up in this is basically everyone. <laughs> I mean, every every government institution, any education institution, they're all in on it. And, I mean, so once you decide that they're all wrong, like, you can't, you, you can't really go back from it because to sort of open yourself up to that means you're 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 giving in to this this evil that is spread over well the entire population I suppose because here was another thing they they didn't really touch on in a clear way because there is no good reason um, it's I think we've brought it up before when I, I think we've talked about these people before briefly but it's like all right this this giant organization you know this this global conspiracy has come together to convince us all the earth is flat why are they doing this is it to sell round globes is it the globe industry who's doing this like what right. is their what is reasoning the for this and they say basically it's well they want us to think the earth is round because that means we're dumb and if they can make us dumb enough to think that the earth is round then they can keep poisoning us with pesticides and they can keep um you know, corporate control over everything, <laughs> right. and they can keep pumping us full of vaccinations, and and they, you know, so they're just. I was going to ask that. Do, 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 is there is there a crossover between flat oh, yeah, and anti-vaxxers? Well, they'll they'll tie all these other conspiracies into there, you know, and the thing is, is what they're what they're they're also running into, is since you're tying all these other things into there, there's a lot of different people that have a lot of different theories about this because you're taking away all science, you're taking away all um, all resources in terms of media, and so that's that's that that's a lot of unanswered questions. Then you know if we're just going to throw out essentially everything that, that science has ever taught us and anything that any government has taught us, any news organization has taught us, then that means we're basically cavemen walking around with smartphones. You know what I'm saying? And 
Well, we that get I to, don't disagree with. We well, are that, kind of stupid as a species. Oh, not like these people. Uh, well, that's true. These people are especially stupid. But overall, uh, we, we are not, as humans, all that bright. No, no. But that means you get to kind of make up everything. And they kept comparing it to, to Life of Brian, you know? Um, where there's all those different, like, factions underneath Great it. Great movie, you know? by the way. Yeah, it was amazing. And, and, and so that's what's going on, is, is there's there's people tearing apart in in that organization, and it's and it, there's, there's different flat-earth camps, and one camp is calling the other camp a shill, and it's fake news, and it's all this. And <laughs> it's, 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 it's a fake flat-earth camp created by the government, to try to to try to get um, real flat earthers into there and corrupt them somehow, and um, it's so it's it's just fucking bizarre, man. It, um, it's it's the weirdest goddamn thing. They also went into uh, something I, I found pretty interesting. Uh, it was it was basically saying that the less you know about a subject, I mean not not everybody, but it, it, it's a psychological phenomenon in general. The, the less someone is educated about a subject, the more they assume about it. And then the more they're educated about it, the more they realize there's, there's a lot going on with it. And so I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? And so the, you know, these people, they're not, they're not really the most educated. So you can show them a little bit of science, flawed science, wrong science. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, that, that sounds correct. I, I get it, you know? That fits with what I believe. Um, is uh, the documentary show? Are these groups? I, I I believe from what I see in the liberal biased media, but you know who knows? Are these groups getting bigger? I mean, the more you try and debunk them, does that make more people go, huh? I kind of I'm kind of interested in that, or is it maintaining it a sort of like, okay, these are the stupidest of the stupid? And it's really hard to expand our numbers because we are so stupid. Um, well, they're really. Or did Social they not me- discuss growth or shrinking? No, they, they absolutely media. did. Yeah, yeah they, they absolutely uh, did. Social media made them bigger. But like that's that's going to plateau. There's not, right. uh, you know, y- y- you look at the international convention of flat earthers that they had in that documentary. And I don't know, there was maybe. From what I saw, I mean, they didn't have exact numbers that I remember, but it—I mean, it looked like 100, 200 people, and and so. Oh, so that's not a lot at all. So no, we're, man, we're... it gets it gets overhyped. Now, now that's these are the people that showed up at the convention. It's a lot more at home that couldn't make it. Yeah, to that, that can't buy a plane ticket or you know. Yeah, but that I, I like the social media is it's it's amazing. I remember. You know, when social media was created, I uh, remember MySpace and Friendster, you know, the, it just keeps getting bigger. Um, it, it was supposed to bring us all together and create friendships and families and so on and so forth. But what it did is it, it allowed for a gathering place for stupid people. You used yeah. to not want to embarrass yourself by walking into a party and saying, I believe the earth is flat because everybody will look at you like you're a moron. Right. Or if you were a racist and a member of the Klan, you had to know a secret handshake. You wouldn't just you know walk, move into a new town and go, so where's the local Klan meeting? Everybody hates black people, right? But once you get on social media, then from the privacy of your own home, you can do some Googling, you can search on Facebook for groups, and you can find like-minded people the world around or the world flat uh, depending on what your uh, fetish is 
And then you can find people who are as racist as you or as anti-vaccination as you. Social media allowed these people who would normally hide their stupid feelings or you'd have to work you know, very hard to sound someone out like, hey, uh, what do you think of vaccinations? I think they're great. Oh, me too. Then you go back into your cave. Social media made it very easy for people to congregate, no matter what your particular fetish or belief is. Oh, it does, man. Um, They actually said that they have a, I don't know if it's an app or a website, but it is it is like christianmingle.com for flat earthers it is a flat earth (laughs) dating service and i was like dude i gotta get on there man if anything now i i i have a girlfriend who i love but if if any if anything ever happens to our relationship i am getting that flat earth or dating service because uh if if a lady will believe that the earth is flat I can get away with fucking anything. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I can come oh, home yeah. smelling like strippers and booze at 3 in the morning. Uh, what? No, I got, in, I got into a fight with some uh, uh, some round earthers, and they, they, they beat me up and dumped glitter and, and <laughs> lipstick all over my collar. You believe that? Trying to, uh... trying to just, just more fl- round earthers creating more of their lies. They, they can't break us up. You should just do it anyway, even if you are in a relationship. I, I went on the TV yeah. show Blind Date years ago. All I did was tell my girlfriend, like, hey, can I go on Blind Date? She's like, yeah, just do it for fun. And yeah. as long as you don't make out with the other person, you're good. I'm like, I, I promise there'll be no anything. And I went on, and it was stupid, and they made fun of me. And, uh, yeah, just get permission. Just say, uh, hey, uh, I'm going to join the Flat Earther Dating Society just to see what's going on there. And, you know, all right, as long as you don't go on dates, or if you do, I get to come watch because I think it's hilarious. Uh, just don't fuck anybody. You know, yeah, and I, but I think it's going to be tougher if you're a guy because I, I didn't. Again, it's not like I got exact numbers on this one, but I saw a lot more dudes in this documentary than I did women. Nah. Like a lot well, by about 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 fifteen to one. <laughs> so uh, it's <laughs> it's it's slim pickings for the dudes on there. If if you're a lady who's having trouble getting laid in your town, though, by by God, get on this. Get on this flat earth or dating app. Uh, the numbers are on your side. That is usually the uh, that's just any dating app though. Was there was a great uh, episode of The Simpsons? Um, I mean, years we're going back twenty plus years when uh, someone called a party line like, yeah. um, call the party line. Hot women are available now. And then they did the split screen, and it was Mo and Apu and Homer and uh, probably Barney. Just you know, like. Uh, yeah. Where are the women, you know, is yeah. Any dating site is is. Yeah, but those are dating sites where people believe that the Earth is round. Um, the ones where they don't, way less women. That is true. All right, uh, let's do one more thing, or uh, we got two more. I got one light one to finish on. But uh, you mentioned airplanes. You mentioned flying. Let's quick talk about the Boeing jet. I we we mentioned it in passing, I think, where. After the second plane went well, down. Well, they started biting those engines from Theranos, you know, and I, I told them it was a bad <laughs> idea. Like, what, what are you doing? Um, but it, the, the joke we made in passing is two planes drop several months apart, and Trump is like, I am ordering all planes grounded. Uh, shootings happen all the time, and it's like, ah, I don't know. What, what can you do about guns? It's too soon to have a discussion. I, well, you can't ban all guns because guns are guns. Um, so that's one thing is the the fast reaction. What's what's scary that's coming out now are two things. Um, 
one, Boeing apparently, when you create a new airplane or a new jet, the standard operating procedure is to train pilots in a simulator. Apparently with this, they gave them an hour on an iPad, uh, and that was the training pilots got. Like, hey, new jet, here's an iPad, uh, figure it out. It's fucking millennials. I watched a YouTube video on how to fly. I think I'm good. We're, we're good. Throw <laughs> yeah. the passengers in the plane. I, I, I'm good. I got this. Well, and then the second fucking thing, Kylie well, Jenner taught me how to do it in 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 in, in Instagram videos. I'm, I, it's fine. And then the the second thing is uh, apparently Boeing was making the plane, and the safety alarm was a bonus feature. You had to pay more money for it. Like, hey, uh, if the plane starts to go wonky, uh, you can buy this alarm that will go off and tell you that the plane is trying to crash itself, but it's an extra, you know, million dollars. And most yeah. places were like, um, I don't think I'm going to buy that. And then two planes That crash, sounds like, like some spirit airline shit. You know what I mean? It's just like, yes. listen, there's emergency doors here. You pop the lever, and then you swipe your credit card on your way out. And then the turnstiles will come open, and you can escape the plane. Yes. And so what's even the what's scary? And now they're saying we're going to put the alarm on all airplanes. Like that's the weirdest backpedal I've ever seen. Like, oh, we had this alarm, but if people didn't pay extra for it, they didn't get it. Oh, now we're putting it on all airplanes as two have crashed. But the third thing that I find that is actually interesting and scary about this is this is the libertarians' uh, nightmare, or it should be, because what happened was as Congress cut funding for the FAA, uh, it became commonplace for Boeing to self-police. They would say, hey, we created a new jet, and the FFA would go, FFA would go, or FAA, whatever. They would say, is it safe? And Boeing would say, absolutely, thumbs up, and then it would get a rubber stamp because no oversight. And the liberals' promise is that private industry will police itself and it never does. It only does after there is an accident or it comes out that they were cutting corners or trying to save money. That is when private industry polices itself. And it's just it's sad and fucked up that that is what happened, that, that the government, the American government said, uh, yeah, we trust you to do the right thing. And two plane crashes later. I, I don't know where this is going to go, but this could be some serious lawsuit, lawsuit shit. Oh yeah, dude. People, people are people are pissed, man. People fly all the time, and it's like, dude, I, 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 how, how are you guys going back on on airplane regulations? Well, they are. Let's not finish on plane crashes, though. Let's finish on one of our favorite topics. Um, I sent you a link. The headline: Woman begs world to shield her four Catholic sons from legging-clad butts. This woman took yeah, her Yeah, I'm sure kids. her sons hate those, right? <laughs> I'm, exactly. sure, I'm sure uh, her sons come home from school every day. It was awful, Mom. So many hot girls' asses in, in, in legging-clad pants, and, and it's, uh, save me, save me, send me, to, send me to the Catholic school. Well, that's, that's one way of looking at it. Of course the sons don't hate it. Uh, she writes in her uh, letter where she's saying, she said, my sons are, of course, uh, uh, they know better than to oogle. Uh, maybe they know better than to stare, but I'm sure they're taking glances like, ooh, I like that. But more importantly, you're worried about leggings on a woman's ass and you raised your four kids in the Catholic Church? Uh, I don't know what the odds are, but one of those four sons got fucked by a priest. 
I, I, one in four got fucked by. You can't say that leggings are the devil when you are actively bringing your kids to a Catholic church, which is known for two things, molesting kids and being a religious institution. In that order, I would that, say that... That lady doesn't believe those news reports. The earth is flat and those kids were lying. You know what I mean? She, she, she chooses what she believes and, uh, and that's it. Well, and and I, I think her sons, that's got to be an embarrassing uh, when the reporters get a hold of her story and ask the sons, like, how do you feel about this? And they stand there awkwardly like, yeah, leggings are bad. Yeah, Mom, I, I agree with you. I, I don't want to see those those nice curved butts in, in tight yoga pants, leggings. I I'm I'm on my mom's side. Dude, I hope one of them is is just a total dick about it, and he's like, fuck you, Mom. Yoga pants are a gift from God. They're a gift from God. They were given by by the Creator to all of us. Or, and this is a cheap joke, and I don't mean it as a joke. I mean it in all seriousness. Uh, the one that doesn't like the leggings is actually gay, but uh, has to be closeted because Mom is so right-wing Catholic that he's not allowed to be gay because gay is a choice, so he's got to choose better and pray that gay away. But he gets to pray it away with a priest, you know what I mean? Behind closed doors, who's not married. <laughs> Glasses half full go. with that one, right? All right, kids, thanks no, for I will tuning say, dude, with in. Those, oh, real quick, with, those, with all that shit, I don't know how the hell we're not making altar boys illegal, right? Because the thing is, is you tend to have, like, the, the super, like, liberals in the Catholic Church are saying, well, why, why don't we... Let the priests get married. That might help if they had a normal sex life or whatever. The super right-wing people in the church are saying, well, we, you know, we need to worry about the fact that there's all these these closeted gay people in the Vatican. They're more likely to molest a kid. It turns out a lot of these are boys. And then the people in the middle are, don't really address those too much. And they're just sort of like, we just need more oversight. And, and you know, like, which is true. I mean, you, you do, absolutely. But one thing that no one ever brings up why is it legal for them to just have these young boys hang around in dresses all day? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think uh, you guys have freedom of religion. You decided you need the young boys in dresses, which is fucking weird. Wouldn't have allowed it, but okay. You had them. You fucked them. Now they're illegal. Now you have to have altar men. You know what I'm saying? Big, tough altar men who have tasers and beards and shit. I... Th I we're solving problems. We always solve problems on this podcast, and Jake, you just solved another one. God damn it, more yeah. people need to listen to us. There's, there's, I don't think there's a quote in the Bible saying, um, also, no one over the age of 13 is good at lighting candles. You know what I mean? It's not in there. You don't need a kid to do that. That's fucking weird. Uh, the fact that you, you, you feel... The okay, if I was at work, so I work at SiriusXM, I do soundboards. If I called up engineering, because there was like a problem, or, or you know, maybe I thought there'd be one, and I was like, listen, can you just... Can you just send me a young prepubescent boy in a dress? I think it would help me do my job in here. They'd be like, no, and you're fired. You know what I mean? You can't do that in any other fucking job. Uh, it's, it's just illegal. And I say you make that a rule, and any priest who complains too hard about not having to be around young boys, eh, probably one of the bad ones. Check his hard drive, you know? <laughs> Look for I, the people I, complaining the loudest about this. Um, it, yes, and... I listened to the Adam Carolla show, and I'm going to get this wrong, I think, because you, you're sparking a memory in me. It goes to something they've said there 
Um, you're saying that if someone complains too much about uh, no altar boys, that's who you have to. Uh, they have the same idea, only the reverse, which is when you look for someone that volunteers too quickly, that's who you need to look into. Like, hey, uh, who wants to be a priest and spend a lot of time with uh, the, with kids? Ugh, not me. Ooh, I do, I do, I do. All right, you don't get to. You f- you flag the one that really wants it the most too. You've got two excre- extremes. The Jake, you say the guy that complains too much about losing the altar boys, you got to check his jar, hard drive. And uh, I agree with the Adam Carolla show on the other end that if you say who wants to spend a lot of time with little boys, uh, the guy that, that that is the most excited, you check his hard drive too. It's it's both extremes. Yeah, that's true. I I, I just I, I don't know how the hell they're they're allowed to be around kids, man. I, I, like why? Just have adults working in there. This is fucking ridiculous. It is. It is. It is. All right. Good talking to you as always, my friend. Um, I know you got to get uh, going because you do have an afternoon shift. So yep, yep. thanks for making time this morning yeah, to man. speak with me. Listeners, thank for thank you for taking the time to listen to us. Share us. Tell your friends about us. If we make you giggle, if, if for some reason we make you think, then we've done something wrong. But if we make you giggle, uh, write nice things about us, and tell others to listen to us. And thanks for tuning in. Jake Vevra in New York City, jakevevra.com, and me, Nathan Timmel, constantly traveling across the Midwest, nathantimmel.com. Goodbye. Later. Yeah, dude, we got...